0: Checks, check your quick books, check your checks. Yes, you call me. Cause we the best, Sykes and Company. We the best, Sykes and Company. Your accounting is a mess. There's only no for you to stress. Go online and request from the best. We the best, Sykes and Company.
1: We the best,
0: Sykes and Company. Yes,
1: hey, see? there's carbs, there's rolls. Yeah, I can't even. Hey, we're left.
0: <laughs> we, yeah, we're live. We made it. First live podcast together. We Is promised this the one, first one together. We're at yes.
1: NCPA. We're together um, and we're alive. Lounge yeah. here,
2: hanging out. We're uh, last re, day. We're recapping the show so far. Bonnie, you started off with the NCPA workshop. We
1: did. We had the ownership workshop. Came in Wednesday night. We did it all day Thursday and Friday. Nice. Great group of attendees
0: for anybody thinking about buying a pharmacy and do, does not know what it is. We're selling. What is or it? We're a startup and, or yeah, selling or startup. Don't know what the pharmacy are
1: ownership If you've not owned a pharmacy, um, unfortunately pharmacy schools do not usually teach business classes and that sort of thing. So the NCPA um, has every trimester. They have a ownership workshop. It's a two day crash course on everything you need to know. About owning your own pharmacy. So if you're looking to do that, you need this is that's the first place to go. We've got lots of clients that have come to us that thus we met them there ten years ago when we were doing it, um, and they'll tell you it's the best thing they ever did. So it's a good one. It's yeah, a good one. so we had lots of fun, um, lots of good information.
0: What's the ratio startups compared to buy
2: it?
1: Man, it was fifty-fifty day one. And then after Alan was done with them, you know, his um, motto is go and find. I mean, he's talking to you, some 25-year-olds in there. Go and find the most expensive store, the biggest, most expensive store you can find and buy that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't do a startup. He's not against startups, but that's that's what he would do. An established store that already has patients coming in. Um, So, I don't know. By the end of it, everybody was kind of like, there wasn't hands. I can see
0: where he's coming from because with margins, they're not like they used to be. Probably want that volume out the
2: door. So that makes sense. He wants volume. He wants volume. Big man wants volume. <laughs> want- if you're buying a store, you want that volume coming in on day one. You don't want startup, and on day two, you've only got three prescriptions. So that's what he's after, and he wants that money coming in the door right away.
1: Yeah, but we're not to get startups. We've had some of um, our most successful clients were startups. They Bold, happen. They they happen. Happen. But you've got to have the eye of the tiger. The eye of the tiger. Bold. They're out there. And you've got. It.
0: Knocking on people's doors, right. handing out brochures, making relationships.
1: Relationships are huge with providers, with you know, that community. It's not because they count pills the fastest once they're no. a startup. That's not. And you get all things kinds
2: things. of people at the workshop. You got people who already own pharmacies, but they go there because the value that you're getting is just something you can't get anywhere else in the industry. So. It's an extremely valuable... and impro- uh, Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, you have your pharmacy niche. Um, lenders are there. Yeah. You, you know, we're there it's talking about accounting and corporate structure, how to get going. Um, you've got um, regulatory. Yep. Gabe Trahan. Yes. We've got Jeff Baird speaking. Yes. Scott, um, Weaver. Scott Weaver. I mean, it, it's, you know was
0: marquise or the, what's his name the we had Hashim. Hashim. Oh, yeah
1: who was great and then jonathan
0: jonathan yeah
1: so also successful multi-store owners multi-store owners that have had owners. have done startups and also um purchases talking about their experiences yep. um and so it, i mean it's just a full day from you know eight to six okay. both days of Everything you can learn about it, so it's the place to be for sure.
0: And uh, Scotty, just five minutes ago, you ran to the
2: booth, fired up LTC. What what you learned? Yeah, I think um, you know, being here at the conference. Well, first of all, we did the the RX Safe panel with um, compliance packaging and the tax impacts with that. Uh, most notably, I mean, you can pretty much write off the full piece of equipment you're talking about $180,000 compliance packaging system, 30, 40% tax rate, you know, you're looking at 60, $70,000 of tax savings, Uh, that, you know, if you have to put that product into use this year, you can finance it and make those monthly payments, but still get that write off. So you're talking, you know, good chunk of change of tax savings going into the end of the year. In addition to all the other tax planning opportunities that are out there. And of course, i mentioned fundamental accounting as being a key component of all this because you have to have those For sure fundamental numbers you got to know where you stand you got to be able to proactively tax plan with those numbers and it allows you to know your cash flow every pharmacy is a little different with cash flow got to understand your cash flow where does it go how does it move now uh, you got debt you got your expenses you got your revenue you got distributions you got taxes so did they um, mention
1: timing are they still i know as we tape this, it's October. Did they to, think that they'd be able to get them out? Shout out to Darren. Or, and
0: he said, um, "Darren at Script Pro." Was, yeah, said said, no issue. No issue. No problem. With okay. No Script Pro. No with Script Pro. Yeah. And um, one thing that was interesting is that tax savings that you get. Obviously, you're financing it, so you just signed a piece of paper. You get the tax savings, the DIR fee hangover. I, I obviously is coming, right. and um, that's a little bit of extra cash there. And with a lot of people are speaking about how heavy or how much it's going to cost to get techs and pharmacists to stay. People are walking out of the big boxes. I don't know if you guys saw this, but I was like 1 a.m. Don't tell anybody. I was up reading. <laughs> the Right a. Wa- just filed for bankruptcy.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so yeah I read about the walkouts. That and are- the
0: walkouts. So, they, you know, pharmacy wages, tech wages might increase. Well, so. let me get
2: into that. That opens the next thing that I've been noticing here at the Straight Show. When you read the Rite Aid issue, you know, it talks about the CVS and Walgreens of the world and how they're branching into more medical services, um, you know, clinics in the pharmacies. Uh, some of them are buying primary care practice groups. So uh, that's definitely a trend you're seeing here. You're seeing medical billing at the trade show. You've got um, Big Tree Medical that's out there with uh, that nurse practitioner kind of primary clinic in your pharmacy. So, uh, but, but in addition to that, you're seeing every, every program they have here at NCPA is on other revenue sources for your pharmacy. Absolutely. Every one of them. And one most notably is long-term care. That is really, that is not going to go away. Uh Every pharmacy is going to have that long-term care component in their pharmacy. um, they're working hard, I know NCPA is to get reimbursements for that. Um, in a long term care at home setting. So um, but long term care is definitely something that's gonna be expanding in the future in pharmacy, I believe, for all pharmacies.
1: Yeah. Well sorry, that
2: Yeah, I get that.
1: That guy Yeah, you gotta read that. Guy... The oh, chef man. on the scooter kind of to took, right. took yeah, yeah. my... The I'm sorry. Chef, they got a little, what do they
2: call them? Vespa-type thing?
0: <laughs> oh, was, he was gone, you man. You go check that oven. and make sure he ain't burning that,
1: that, that Oh, yeah. Look what we got. Oh, yes. That it always comes the out. That always comes out,
0: comes out. We're looking... For, I don't know. Were you done with that thought on the LTC? I'm done with the thoughts. So let's switch gears to that. Let's look. Yeah. So there's we one page... We always look
1: forward to this coming out. Yeah, there's one
0: page. I can't wait to get back to the office and really look at it, but they have a little chart, page seven of the digest, and this one... Is something we always we, we keep track of all our clients. They, we have their data and look at what's going on. Now we can see some trends. 2022 from 2021, gross revenue or annual sales went up from four million basically to 4.8 million.
1: For we know that. Pharmacy expected so that,
0: that. I mean, what is that like? Almost 25 percent mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. it has got to be over 20 percent increase right there and we expected that why we've seen those I, I, with softball. our clients, yeah the brands the that brand everyone's names.
1: doing right now sales are up
0: sales are up so with gross brands profits down that's the yep. issue gross profit goes down so gross profit percentage from 2021 23.3 on average 2022 21 that's right so that's down and you're thinking i mean that makes that's a big hit two percent is a big hit because that goes straight down to the yeah, bottom Yeah, margins bottom line. took
2: a hit. You got those brands out there, um, especially in 2023, if you weren't careful. Um, I, I, I don't even want to imagine what 2023 is. Because if it's dropped Lunch that much without the Olympics
0: and things, yeah. what's 2023 going to look
2: like? Well, I mean, we have our own data in-house, and we see margins, mm. um, you know, still in that 23 to 25% okay. range. Okay. I guess 22 to 24% on average for a pharmacy. So we're still seeing that out there. Um, But also you'll notice on there is the the wages drop. So Mm -hmm. you are seeing uh, wages drop, which is kind of surprising to me because wage pressure has increased. I feel like it might
0: be, it's a brand name drug, so the gross number goes up. So then even if your wages stay steady... You're the right. percentage of revenue go is gonna,
1: because well, gross,
0: gross went up two percent, yeah.
1: and if then wages payroll
0: expenses go down too. But yeah,
1: is but, our math correct on that? Maybe yeah, yeah. sounds right.
0: Sounds it's reasonable. It's a reasonable <laughs> assumption. It is
2: a reasonable assumption. A reasonable <laughs> assumption. But yeah, you um, got to get a copy of this. It'll be get the digest. Speaking of the digest, you know we have our own data in house, and we um we might be doing our own digest in the future. So we'll have to see that. Yes,
0: we just hired somebody. Austin, he's, yeah, he's, he's behind the camera. He's working the camera. Usually, <laughs> it's funny. Every time, I'm so used to being behind the camera with at least the good shots. <laughs> <laughs> so, it feels really good to have Austin on board. Thank you, Austin, doing the camera work. This might be our first live one because we have someone. That's
1: right. Can we tell the story, though? When did we hire Austin? It doesn't matter when this comes out. Let's just talk. The, we hired him I
0: think we Thursday?
2: Hired
1: him on Wednesday or Thursday. Was it, Tyler? Interviewed Thursday? up on like a Wednesday. Thursday. Now,
2: shout out to Tyler every day. Yes. HR. HR
1: perfect. finding us a great person. Yeah. Thursday, and I was already here. I mean, we were on. We did the interview. I was already here. He
2: did the. You did the
0: interview from the workshop.
1: Yes. Yeah. And then in a break, we hired him, and then we're like, "Do you want to come to the, the to the show. the show?" I mean, why not? Well,
2: yeah. better place to and learn? And so he's and
1: here. So when you know, yeah. it's a quick turnaround time. We did do a background check. I mean. No yes. offense, but we just wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Everybody looks good on uh, LinkedIn, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he's just as good looking in person, so it's all good. Um,
2: so, so funny. my one thing. Oh wait, 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 When did the general session? Yes, and the lawsuit that has uh, out there—it's very interesting. I thought yes. uh, Mission Wellness, and there was another uh, group, but what came to light out of those um arbitration and then cvs not paying which brought it into the court system which allowed others to see what actually happened in the arbitration um kicked off what we're seeing now which is a class action with three law firms behind it yes um and i'll say i was i was impressed with the firms i saw on on stage at the ncpa general session there yes um so, you know, we'll see what happens, but maybe they'll claw back the clawbacks. Yeah, that was the theme. Know. So this all related to
0: the DIR fees, clawback in the clawback, and saying basically the contracts that are being written are unconscionable, yeah, meaning right. they, they can't be enforceable contracts. You're pinning people to do something that they don't want to do, and some pharmacies have already Well, there's contingencies
2: want. in those contracts. Oh, my To so do this, you have to do that, and that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so they're saying... It could be several years for this to be a win. But if it is a win, so the goal hope. is to claw back the DIR fees that have been clawed back. And this is my feeling. When I, five years ago, DIR fees were a concern.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'd say three years ago, DIR fees, when talking to pharmacists, was on notice, a little bit of confusion. What's going on? What are you seeing? Con- you know, yeah. now people are fire hot. Yeah. They are fire hot. Hot, mad. I mean, it's unbelievable what's going on. And honestly, the lawyers—it seems like they were just as fired up, also they as were. the pharmacists.
1: That's great. So, so there's hope. There's hope.
2: Definitely. It's like this show is starting up. Yes. Yeah, Looks like
1: lunch is being served. <laughs> you and your I'm food. hungry.
2: Yeah. So we don't I mean, want
1: to get. I don't want to get hungry.
0: Yeah. So let's 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 wrap it up with the bottom line. Let's wrap it up with the bottom
2: line before we get. You know, I don't want to get hit by Bonnie. And throw
1: the I think in. bottom okay line, right My
2: bottom line is diversified revenues is key. I mean, it is. It's here. It's now. You have to be finding something. You got to get into it. We saw a big crowd at 340B, for example. A big crowd of people have not never done it, never looked into it, maybe, but they were interested in it. So, um, it's time. The time is now to get into some diversified revenue, and I think the NCPA has done a great job presenting multiple options from what I've seen just looking at the agenda on doing just that.
1: Yep. You stole mine, but I'll just add to it. Um, We spoke to a lady um, at the ownership workshop. We normally tell people if you're a startup, don't start up until you get all your contracts in place because you don't want to turn, you know, revenue sources away. They may not come back. But she kind of stopped us. We were kind of telling her that and she was like, no, no. She's like, and she brought out a piece of paper. She had like 10 different other revenue sources that she had gotten um, qualifications for to be able to do. And she's like, I'm opening, I'm doing all these things. Because this is what I want the majority of my business to be. Oh, wow! And so filling scripts is just, yeah, I'll do that when I get my, you know, all my stuff, on my approvals in. But for now, I'm going to do all these things. And it was impressive. I didn't even understand. We had to ask her what some of those things were because they were so new, but they were amazing. Um, so that was an awesome approach. Like, I was like, okay, well, that makes complete sense. So she said, so by the time I can fill scripts, I'm going to already have this other business model in place with all these other revenue streams, and that's going to be, like, secondary. Yeah. yeah. So it's an interesting approach to it.
0: My bottom line is I think pharmacists have always, in my view, been the smartest people. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like they're the smartest and the most motivated people that I know. Because they're motivated to do different things, different revenue streams, and they're motivated to keep what's theirs with the DIR fee issue. So you got to be motivated. Can't just be, can't just fill scripts. Can't just be smart. And as an industry, these people are doing it. So that's yeah. the bottom line. Be motivated and just and, and be uh, smart, intelligent. They're, they're accomplishing it. It's yeah. amazing. The
2: pharmacy, the pharmacy is clearly shifting to be in the healthcare center of the community with a variety of services uh, to meet the needs of the community and your patients. So it is, it's going that way. The days of just filling scripts are, are gone. For sure. That's the bottom line.
0: Zoom in on the NCPA sign to finish this thing off. <laughs> the park, yes. the first